extremely violent phenomenon, Roseo told the Associated Press as Maria approached. We have not experienced an event of this magnitude in our modern history. Before dawn, Maria's maximum sustained winds of 150 miles per hour were down slightly from late Tuesday, but that meant little for Maria's ability to threaten anything in its path. Maria is an extremely dangerous Category 4 hurricane, and it should maintain this intensity until landfall, the Hurricane Center said. The Hurricane Center warned that the rain, possibly exceeding 25 inches in some places, may prompt numerous evacuations and rescues and enter numerous structures within multiple communities, adding that streets and parking lots may become rivers of raging water, and warning some structures will become uninhabitable or washed away. Along the coast, the Weather Service described extensive impacts from a life-threatening storm surge at the coast, reaching 6 to 9 feet above normally dry land. Puerto Rico is very vulnerable to hurricanes, but it has been lucky as well. The last hurricane to make landfall was Georgia's in 1998. Just one Category 5 hurricane has hit Puerto Rico in recorded history back in 1928. To the north, the remnants of Hurricane Jose brought pounding surf and 65-mile-per-hour winds to southern New England. Tropical storm warnings were issued for the coast from Rhode Island to Cape Cod. Jose was also watched closely for its spillover effect on Maria. It could help in keeping Maria away from the U.S. mainland by drawing it to the northeast. However, if Jose weakens too quickly, Maria could drift closer to the U.S. coast by the middle of next week. Macarena Gilgandia, a resident of Hato Rey, a business district in San Juan, helped her mother clean out water that had started flooding the kitchen of her second-floor apartment at dawn. There are sounds coming from all sides, Gilgandia said in a text message. The building is moving, and we're only on the second floor. Imagine the rest. Parts of Hato Rey were underwater. An electric gate for her building in the neighborhood was blown off, Gilgandia said. In the lobby of Sicala Luxury Home Suites in Miramar, a neighborhood in San Juan, Maria Gil de la Madrid waited with her husband in the lobby as the rain and wind pounded on the hotel's facade. The door of the hotel's parking garage flopped violently in the wind. The sounds of the storm were so loud that it was hard for hotel guests to hear each other speak. Gil de la Madrid spent the night in the hotel after evacuating her nearby 16th-floor waterfront apartment, which has been prone to flooding during previous hurricanes. But even in a luxury hotel room, Gil de la Madrid could not evade flooding. On Wednesday morning, inches of water began to seep into her hotel room through the balcony doors. She did not yet know how her apartment building and neighbors were faring the storm. I'm feeling anxious, she said. But her husband shrugged calmly. For me, it's an adventure, the husband said. Something to talk about later. Irma left many here without power for days. In an unfortunate twist, some residents of Viaquez had stocked up on critical supplies in advance of Irma, only to donate what they had left to harder-hit areas such as Tortola and St. Thomas. Residents rushed to restock before deliveries to the island stopped and the power flickered off yet again. President Trump on Sunday declared emergencies in the U.S. Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico in advance of Maria. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has embedded workers across the U.S. territories in the Caribbean, including in parts of the U.S. Virgin Islands affected by Irma, to ensure residents have food and water before the storm. The U.S. military is expected to assist Puerto Ricans after the storm hits, but it is mostly steering clear beforehand to avoid being caught up in it and unable to help military officials said. Recovery efforts in Puerto Rico could be hampered by long-standing financial problems that led the territorial government to file for a form of bankruptcy in May. The storm carries the potential to cause widespread destruction along its path, including some areas battered earlier by the huge Hurricane Irma. Death Toll in Mexico Earthquake Rises As Citizens Frantically Look for the Missing by Joshua Partlow in the Washington Post World Section I'm Sam Scholl. Mexico City 
Digging through the night and into the morning, rescue workers and residents searched frantically Wednesday for survivors of a powerful earthquake that turned high-rise buildings into piles of rubble and collapsed a school attended by hundreds of children. In harrowing scenes that horrified Mexicans, rescuers pulled the bodies of dozens of children from the ruins of the elementary school. At the same time, the rescue effort at the school came to symbolize a civic volunteer spirit that has taken hold in Mexico as residents banded together to help in any way they could. The 7.1 magnitude quake, which struck early Tuesday afternoon, killed more than 200 people across central Mexico and the capital and five states, but there were fears that the toll could rise as additional victims were extracted from the debris. For hours after the country was hit by its second earthquake in less than two weeks, Mexicans worked in the dark, often with their bare hands, to find trapped survivors. Power was out across 40% of the city of 20 million, and rescue and medical services were stretched to their limits. Volunteers, medics, and Marines toiled side by side to clear away the chunks of concrete in the dusty air. Everywhere in the city, they formed lines to pass along containers.